Radio, and I'm here with Matt. Hi, I'm Matt Allen from the band Cupid Youth. How's it going today? Fantastic. Yourself? It's not bad. Not it's bad. Not bad. I'm a little caffed, to be honest with you. Why is that? Just had a lot of caffeinated beverages today, um, starting at 8 a.m. till now. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, do you want to tell me about what you did today? Today actually was a very bizarre day. It was really wild, but so I recently just finished portfolio school for our direction and design and I had an interview today at an agency downtown in the Hancock building and right after the interview I was I was walking on Michigan Avenue and I see this guy walk past me and I was like, "Dude, that's that's Aaron from Porches." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I was like, so I like kind of stalked him for a bit and then I like tapped him on the shoulder I was like, uh, Aaron, like pretending like I didn't know who he was or I kind of knew it, but I totally did. Yeah, he was just walking downtown and he actually forgot his wallet at the hotel he was staying at. So we ended up hanging out and I spotted him some cash and then we kind of got lost in the city going back to his hotel because I wasn't really thinking and paying attention. And it's been, and then I, I came here today. It's been kind of crazy. So <laughs> you're getting a good headspace for a podcast. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned your portfolio because I was looking through um, your website today and on Spotify and Facebook, your about section lists Cupid Youth as a project or a curated project. I was wondering why you use that specific language for Cupid Youth specifically. Yeah, totally. Um, well, when it first started, it was I, I was doing. I grew up in playing bands and like different punk bands and uh, rock and roll bands and stuff. I was playing this one band. It was it was fun, but it kind of I felt like it wasn't really going anywhere, and I feel like the music wasn't even that great. And I was just kind of sick of like having people kind of I don't know tell me like what to do in the band. It was like too. Um, I don't know, everyone had like an, an opinion about it and I felt like we were going nowhere because of that. So I quit all that and I thought I wasn't going to do music again. And then I decided, I was like, all right, one more time, but I'm going to put out like a solo, just a single record or a, a single and um, just see what happens and just kind of be like, this is the last song I'm doing. This is the last hurrah. And I, that was like in 2015 when I put out Youthful. And it was supposed to be just like a fun thing and just like I love songwriting. I'm like always going to do it. So I just put it out, and then uh, I got good feedback from it, and then so kind of yeah, that's how that's why it's kind of like a project in my mind instead of like a band at the beginning. But I feel definitely now it's like a band.
why pick the name Cupid Youth for this specific project? Uh, that's kind of like, I don't know, I keep fabricating the story behind it, to be honest. Like, I feel like every interview I'd change it. I had an interview, like a written interview with the blog that celebrates itself. It's like a bigger Brazilian shoegaze blog. I said, I told them that it was like, I wrote it in a plane over like Los Angeles is like a love poem to someone and like, but really it's not true. I'm sorry. That's what it, it says on your Spotify about section. I, I know. <laughs> Don't. I knew this was a bad idea coming here. You're like exploiting sorry. me. <laughs> I don't mean. Oh, I should probably rewrite that. Um, <laughs> no, I thought like, cause yeah, at the time like youthful came out. It was supposed cause originally youthful was supposed to be like the end of my youth, the end of me doing music, and I was supposed to like grow up and like be boring. That was like how I kind of thought it was supposed to be. Like music isn't working, but I loved it so much. But it was supposed to be like my last hurrah because I I played in bands growing up. Um, but also I played in like a band where we like. Just like all the memories from the different bands and all the people I met and different experiences I had, like absolutely loved it and it like meant the world to me and just always been just into it since like I was really young. So um, I was kind of like bummed that I was like it wasn't working for me. So that's why I like wrote that song. It was like a cel- it's supposed to be like a celebration of everything that I did and that's that and and then it continued. How old were you when you did Youthful? Um, do you want my real age or my modeling age? Your modeling age. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I was 25. That, that was the end of your youth? That was the end of my youth. Do you feel like your youth is more over now that you're 27? 28. 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually 28. But yeah, um, no, I don't feel it's over. I actually feel kind of the opposite. I feel even more f- like open and freeing nowadays or youth young at heart kind of thing i don't know that's like so cheesy to say but i feel like i still have a ton of energy and it wasn't exactly the world didn't have to end then Yeah, it was. It's been cool, like just to see, like by playing a lot, all of a sudden people were getting like pretty interesting or cool connections, and we opened for like Gus Dapperton at uh, Shuba's the other month, and that was really fun. That was like a whole different like demographic of of like people, the listeners really, because usually we play like bars twenty one up, but it was an all ages show, and it was really wild. Um, just the response we got from it. And a lot of people like bought shirts and cassettes and stuff, and they, like people were taking pictures with me. But I was like, I was like, I was like, this is just like, I'm not some celebrity or anything. Like, and I think they were just all really hyped for Gus Dapperton, who's like this like amazing like blow up artist. Who at first I thought we we're gonna be rivals, but then like he's a sweetheart and angel, and I'm pretty sure he's like the spawn of David Bowie or something. Something otherworldly. Really, though. He really is. Have you noticed more interaction then, like on social media and with Bandcamp since that show? Uh, Since that show, just more people like messaging me on Instagram, being like, oh, we're excited for for the the next thing you put out and hoping to see you again and just like all the just nice things. It's been really great. So that's pretty cool. 
Let's mm-hmm. go from like, oh, this is my last hurrah with music to playing that show and getting all this interaction. Yeah, it's been really kind of weird. That show was actually really weird for me because it kind of put me in a weird spotlight. When I played for the younger crowd, they were all like really amped and hyped. And I just remember that energy like going to shows when I was younger. And it was just, it was kind of, it was very strange for me. Like I felt like more, I have more responsibility to like behave and stuff too. And just, I don't know, it, it was kind of weird. And then like someone even like a younger fan messaged me and said they recently tried to, to kill themselves and they were in the hospital getting like uh, the treatment, like professional treatment and everything. They wrote to me. And they said, hey, like, just want to let you know that I tried to, to do this recently and that your music, like, helped me, like, re- like recover from it. I just want to say, like, thank you and everything. And I was just like, this is, like, really deep stuff. And I didn't, like, know I experienced something like that before. Obviously, like, everyone has dealt with depression, but I've never really reached that point of, like, where it's it's gotten that bad. And I was just like... I responded, of course, and it's kind of weird, like, I've just thought, okay, like, how, do, how what's the appropriate response? And I was like, I'm so glad you're getting, like, the professional help you need, and, like, and music is just very therapeutic. Yeah, that was, like, something that really humbled me, like, immediately. Yeah, someone, like, messaging me that, I was just like, you kind of look at things differently, instead of just, like, you know, messing around with your friends, playing rock and roll and stuff, and... Yeah, and just from knowing you personally I know that you're silly and don't take yourself too seriously in social situations and you were talking about how you feel like you have more of a responsibility now is that situation what changed how you viewed your responsibility with these younger fans and also now that we're in 2018 and you're super accessible like people can message you on Instagram it's not like they have to see you after the show yeah I don't know I think just in general like Mostly, yeah, after that Gus Dapperton show really, like, kind of changed my whole perspective of it. Yeah, it's just kind of bizarre to me mm-hmm. to have to, like, think that way. But, yeah, you know, I like hanging out now, like, because I, I remember, like, being that age and going to shows and being so hyped. And I still am really hyped. Like, even today, I was, like, kind of embarrassed. I was like, oh, my gosh, Aaron from Porches. <laughs> like, even though he's, he's, like, my age, I'm sure, and we're just, just a guy. Everyone's just a guy, really. A guy, whatever. <laughs> like, everyone, like, celebrities, everyone's human, really. So it's, like, just, like, if you were on the flip side of it, it's, like, would you want someone being annoying and trying to take your picture, even though you're a fan of theirs? Like, probably not. Like, why don't we just hang out and be human? So that's, like, what I was, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I will talk to people and... Yeah, that Gus Dapperton show, like, some guy who was probably, like, you know, 17, he had a younger brother there who was probably, like, 9 or 10. And he was like, you're my first band I ever saw. And I was like, I remember, like, going to shows like that or going with, like, you know, my older sister or, like, older friends. And, yeah, it's like I remember that age. So it was just kind of weird. It was, like, kind of taking me – it was very, like, nostalgic and also, like, I, like, was transported in time for a moment and just, like – but I was on the flip side of it, even though it was such on, like, a small scale –
but thank you so much for having me on chirp radio is awesome i've always been a fan seeing you guys out at like street fest and stuff I'm like oh who are these cool vinyl djs and yeah, yeah and we we played your ep a lot last year yeah i appreciate it it really it means a lot to me so keep keep up the awesome work you guys are doing here and jesse you're a saint obviously and <laughs> thanks thanks for coming by today yeah no problem this is jesse d with chirp radio